And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And this is the intersection of life and amateur radio. Each week, we welcome our podcast listeners to join us for the live recording. That happens on Sundays at 6 o'clock Central, right here on YouTube. Everyone is welcome in the community. We'll take your questions from the chat, Facebook, Discord, and um, the 100 Watts in a Wire Zoom room, which I'm reminded I better uh, I better uh, get that up and running. The links are provided for you in the description of the podcast and in the description of this live stream. Steve is here, W7UDI. How's it going with you, Steve-O? Oh, it's going, man. It's been just a crazy week, but uh, glad it's uh, Sunday. Got one more day off and then back to the grind. Yes, sir. It got me for six. They got me for six days this week, but uh, all the uh, the gigs are good and valuable, I think, to the people. They just, uh, man, they, the week sort of smashed together, and I got out yesterday oh, yeah. sometime in the evening, and I'm thinking, it's Friday, right? I picked up my youngest, and she's like, no, nah, Daddy, it's Saturday. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> this is a really weird uh, uh, feel here. So anyway... Uh, welcome. Good to see you, Steve. It's been one of those kind of weeks, man. It's been nutty. And uh, our boy uh, Scotty is here. And we're going to bring uh, Scotty in as well. He's KC3BXN. He does a, a lot of the behind the scenes work. He's uh, interested in doing the video. He's helping now with video. He's becoming like this wizard. I think he's going for that. I'm indispensable, bitches. And like, <laughs> you really need me now because the show is just a notch above suck. Until I get involved, you know, it's this whole thing. Is uh, nah, actually, he never says a word. He's quite a, a kind man. What's up, Scotty? How are you, man? I labor away quietly. I'm good. Good. It's been a, it's been a, been an okay week for me this weekend. Um, and I uh, finally got my brother on the air, and he's very excited. So that was the uh, the crown jewel in my my week so far. That is wonderful news because the star tonight, the star of the night. Has to go to Steve, W7UDI. He has become, I know he's shaking for our audience, unless you can hear his old damn neck cracking. Click, 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 click. He's shaking his head, <laughs> no, no, I'm not the star. I'm not the star. Yes, our motto is we need a 100 watts and a wire shirt that says suck less. Thank you, Big Ben. Kilo X-ray Ford Tango Exactly. Quebec. We it's need it. to suck less is actually where we need to be uh, in everything. But we, uh, we dropped Steve's video. It's been in the working for a while. Steve produced the video about how to produce the double bazooka, the bazooka, the bazooka. Did I mention that I've got a little vodka going through the old Polish boy? And these potatoes are, what are you going to do? Some you know, Potato squeezings. I don't know what I just said, but Steve and I, we released, and, and Scotty released a uh, the double bazooka make. And put it up on YouTube. Our members got a first taste. They got to nibble it first. Steve produced this video, put it together, and showed you how you can make a double bazooka antenna. Scotty then took it and then uh, added some polish to it. He went over oh, top yeah. of it and gave it his little love. He gave it a little love. I didn't ask what he did to your video, Steve, but, uh, you know, it came out looking <laughs> all right. It was debauchery, but kind of let him so. work over there in his deep, dark spaces. And uh, it's now posted up on YouTube. Our members got a first glimpse of it, and the reaction has been uh, really good. We let our friends know over at TikTok and Discord and Facebook, all our social media outlets uh, were alerted, and uh, we shared that with them about a day after our members uh, got a, a first view of it. And uh, some of the feedback has come back. Steve wants to just have the raw feedback, and we wouldn't just give you the good glory stuff, but most of it was very positive. Uh, some are even asking, you know, maybe we can try to put that up against a certain uh, antenna. So let me go ahead and and talk about that a little bit. Uh, we know Spike in Montana. He said, more of this, please. We've got Ed. Uh, he says, uh, love your teaching style, Steve. He's uh, WB5ORT. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's great, man. I, 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 I gotta say, I gotta say, I'll let these fellas say it too. But uh, I thought the way you laid this out 
you're clean, you know. A lot of people do the, their bench looks like, you know, it, it, it's crazy, right? You had everything laid out well, it looked great. Uh, Scotty was able to come in you know, at certain spots to show your hands working, and pull back out and show what the materials. It really was, uh, you could tell that you have spent some time teaching uh, people maybe in your work or whatever, and, and your um, teaching on the ham radio side is definitely able to be seen in this video. So anybody listening, hearing this now, check it out on the YouTube channel. Learn how to build this. Don't be afraid of it. Uh, we can talk more about this as we go along. Mark says, great job, Steve. We'll add this to the project list for next year. You've inspired somebody. He says, keep the videos coming. That's Mark. Nice. November 9, Whiskey India Bravo. Carson, our Good friend Mark. up there and really cold. Uh, I think he was up in Connecticut. He used to hang out with us. We used to do a pre-show type of deal, uh, Steve and I. But Carson, he's Whiskey Quebec 1 India. He said, uh, thanks for the video and 73 to you. Great video. James says he's Kilo Golf 5 Lima Tango Lima. You'll see him in our Discord group as well. Awesome video, Steve, says uh, Moss. I don't know. He's Mater Moss. You never know. The names get a little funny. <laughs> Alpha Kilo 4, Romeo Juliet. Uh, Farmer Rex says, nice video, Steve. And let's see. Kevin says uh, he's Kilo Charlie 3, Oscar November Oscar. Um, thanks for showing us. I'd love to see, see a comparison between this and the doublet. Fed with four-inch open-spaced feeder or twin lead. And it says, Steve, have you ever ran a uh, balanced feeder uh, from the no, I feed haven't. point to the balanced studs on the tuner? No, I haven't. I've always run un unbalanced uh, lines. I've thought about it. Uh, but it was, you know, just getting the balanced feed line into the shack. But uh, there's other ways of, of doing that. So... Uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to think about it. Uh, in reply to uh, Kevin, there was a, a little bit of a conversation. You know, you get a couple of, what's the old saying? You asked uh, 10 hams uh, for an opinion. You come up with uh, however many other. 30. Uh, 30, 30 other opinions. different opinions from the same 10 hams. <laughs> so Fiat Last, Fiat Last says uh, there would be no difference because they both are simply half-wave dipoles. Just mm -hmm. fed differently. One matched to coax, the other uh, intentionally mismatched. Um, and then, uh, you know, so the, the great uh, debate goes on with antennas, which is actually kind of cool. People are talking about it. Who else do we have here? We have Kilo 8, Delta, Romeo, Tango. Nice word, Steve. Nice work, Steve. The build, um, I've built a few using only coax for the elements. It's supposed to have better bandwidth on lower bands due to a larger surface area. Using the shield as a radiator, I've not done any comparisons versus a dipole, but a little extra bandwidth on 75 and 80 is helpful for certain uses, I'd imagine, like mm -hmm. anything else. Uh, just fun to build uh, build stuff and see if it will work. And um, uh, back to fee at last, fee at last, it's F-E-E -E at last, <laughs> uh, you know. It's supposed to have better bandwidth. You know, he's it. Basically, we mentioned this last week as well. This is a dipole antenna. The antenna. It's a coaxial dipole, and I think you've laid out well what the benefits of this are. And you're welcome to address that here, Steve. The difference between a traditional dipole and a coaxial dipole. Go ahead and talk about it, Steve. Well, the the thing I noticed right off the bat after I built my first one, because I I went in with no preconceived notions. I just heard about, uh, oh, this this antenna is great, and it's, uh, you know, the cat's meow, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, kind of like, all right, we'll see what happens. And uh, I built it, and immediately I noticed a drop in the background noise. I went uh, two S units at least, so... Um, and then I just went, oh, well, shoot, this is just a, uh, like a loop antenna because it, uh, it has a you know, con DC continuity. And so if anything, this antenna is what you know, you'll hear referred to as a quieter antenna because it doesn't uh, allow for that uh, static buildup like your traditional dipole. Um, yeah, you can get uh, low noise on a dipole if you're using a current ballon or some a ballon at the feed point, and that uh, kind of helps there. But if you make the standard 
dipole with no balance or anything, it'll be noisier if you uh, take a uh, a coax, you know, eight loops of coax to make a, a simple choke. It'll still be a noisy antenna. It just, uh, and that's the benefit that I found over over your standard dipole. What it is, it's just a dipole. There's nothing more, nothing less, but it's just a different take of the dipole. And I think it has some great benefits. Plus, depending on the size of coax you're using, because you are radiating the shield of it, you now have some more bandwidth. The original design calls for twin lead at the end, and that increases your bandwidth. But for the sake of the build and the ease of building it, I chose just to go with a single wire. And a lot of people go with, with a single wire, wire on the end. But, you know, my video was just to show you one way of doing it. The, the, the whole point of the video is to get you to think about how to build one and put your spin on it. And, uh, and that was the, the whole crux of the, of the build. And to get you out there and building it. And it's not that hard. If people... Make it out that, oh, this is some kind of magical antenna and it's super hard to build and only the, the washed can build it. The unwashed can't. And it's like, yeah, you can. It's not that hard. Our friend Don, who's also a guest, uh, he's a net control operator. He says, great job, Steve. Makes me want to build one even if I can't deploy it. Smiley face emoji thingy. Uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing your wisdom. So uh, there you, you go. deploy if, it on your POTA operations there, right. Don. So, I mean, right. you, Don, you don't do it. have to do it. You don't have to. I mean, Scotty did it and his brother, and Scotty will tell us about it uh, later in the show. No, 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 no. He certainly will. He won't even tell us later. He's going to tell us now. And I've seen some videos in the in the <laughs> Discord. He was building. There's <laughs> pictures in there on the Discord. Uh, set it up a little bit for us. Your brother is a recently uh, minted technician, and uh, you knew about this contest coming along on 10 meters. It's still rocking and rolling as we're recording, at least as we were earlier before we went to uh, recording. Uh, tell us a little bit about your brother and what you had in mind for him. Uh, yeah, so my brother, uh, KC3UQL, Brian is his name. He's uh, He got his tech uh, license over the summer. Um, hasn't really gotten on the air yet. I'm still uh, trying to help him get set up with the two-meter rig at the house. Um, he does play with the CB in his car, so I'm going to I'm gonna put a, a vertical dipole, or I'm, I'm going to have him put up a vertical dipole so he can run the CB at home. But uh, I knew the 10-meter contest was coming up. Steve just dropped the double bazooka. Uh, video and I was like, man, this is a perfect opportunity to get my brother's hands dirty, get him building an antenna, um, get him on the air in his little technician sliver of the 10 meter band. So I went up to uh, when he lives about an hour away from me. Went up to his place on uh, Friday night after work. Found a uh, 20 foot roll of scrap uh, RG59 quad 75 ohm video cable at the, at the studio, and brought that up as the uh, uh, as the uh, the source for our our, our build. Um, we queued up Steve's video and he was watching it and I was watching it and we were, we made him built it together. I gave him some soldering tips and posted some photos of it on the, on the discord. And then, um, I went home that night. We came back up to his place Saturday morning and we, uh, we hung it, hung it in the, in the, in the air. It was a little bit, uh, the SWR was a little, it was a little bit, we ended up making it a little bit too short. The SWR was just a touch high. I was like, yeah, it's only, you know, it's only two and a half to one. I said the tuner in the radio, uh, I brought my FT 450 up, um, to, to use for the uh, for the day i said I, we can we can touch that up no problem. he's like no he was insistent he's like no we got to make it right <laughs> that means we got to take it down and tweak it right and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay let's do it let's do it so mm -hmm. down it comes and um and i showed him how we can make a wire antenna so we just like lengthened the uh the wire ends a little bit and so we're using the wire nut we can strip the end twist the wire and we threw it back up and like okay now it's resonant too low we're gonna start dropping it we're gonna drop it down and start tweaking it Little by little, until we got it down to about one point two to one, and I was like, "That's good Damn. enough, man. Let's get on the air." And uh, he, we threw it up. One, hey now, stations were booming in, um, and my brother, uh, I gave him a quick little rundown. He's watched me work uh, some field days and stuff, and I've had him on the air under my call sign before he got licensed. And I said, uh, "This is your chance, man." I said, "Here's your frequency range, um, to uh, twenty-eight uh, three to twenty-eight five for his technician voice and." Uh, he was spinning the dial a little bit, and I said, "That's a nice, that's a nice station. Why don't you go for it?" And uh, his very first contact under his own call sign was a uh, station in Brazil uh, during the ten meter Jeez, contest. So. Showing off. Nice. 
And then right nice. after that, he bagged a guy in Argentina, and, was, and he was just his face lit up. He was shaking. He was almost crying with joy. He was so excited. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, got I got you now. You're you're uh, you're trapped for life." Gotcha. Dynamite. <laughs> gotcha. So I left my rig up there. He's and he was all day today on and off the radio. He's texting me. He's like, I just I just got somebody in uh, in, in Wyoming. I just got he was uh, he was he was having fun on his own, just uh, playing in the contest in between chores. And at he home built today, his so. own antenna. Built his own, and he yeah. he just couldn't believe it. He built his own antenna. We tuned it, put it up, and got on the air. And his first contact was in Brazil, and he he just was floored. It was uh, it was great. It was a great day. Great, uh, you're inspiring awesome. people. See that, Steve? It's got to feel good. Awesome. Oh yeah, that no, I saw the picture, and I just was ecstatic uh, to see it. And uh, and I saw it on the Discord group. So if if you haven't uh, been there, think about joining us in the Discord group and. Uh, you can see, uh, you know, some of the pictures that were posted, but it was, uh, it was, it was awesome to see the build and, uh, and then, uh, hung in the trees and, uh, up yep. all, and it was only up 15 feet. So 15 not feet, bad about half, 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 half wavelength. Wavelength. that's where it should be. So you Perfect. did a, a different, um, variation of the centerpiece there. You used PVC, uh, were you were you grabbing and going with what you had? You were just kind of that, that's what I did. I ended up uh, using something different. Yeah, yeah. We um we we just went with what we had. He had some uh, some scrap PVC stuff in his garage, and um Perfect. we used the uh, I think it was a half half or three quarter inch PVC T fitting, um and then uh, some paracord just looped through it as a hanger, and um I had my uh, my little uh, arborist weight that I used to throw to get antennas up and. We found a spot in the yard and tossed it up, got it up about 15 feet and figured out how to tie the ends off to some adjacent trees. And, and away we went. Nice. It was a piece <laughs> of cake. so awesome. Great. And it, yeah, the awesome. antenna worked so well. Like I got home, I got, I got my 8010 end fed hanging out the window up in the tree and uh, I'm not, I'm not hearing squat on 10 meters here on where I'm at, but he's like, you know, he's got his double bazooka and his tree in the front yard and he's, mm-hmm. he's pulling, pulling in international stations at uh at uh, you know five nine like all day it's like wow man that's crazy good deal good deal that's crazy that's so we've got a, a bit of a challenge i guess the question is uh what's next steve with the build what should we build next because i uh, i hoarded the video not very long though but he <laughs> sent the video to me on a thing and i was like oh look at that mm, look at that next thing you know i'm addicted i'll do two of them i'm out there hanging and pulling the ropes and then scotty gets the video and he's like i've got a plan for it too a capital idea i'm gonna do this and then it, we we sent it out to our our members and then out to everybody so um what do we build well, next I, do we want to con- compare I, and contrast sure yet, but uh one thing i do want to cover is uh is uh, proper sealing of uh, coax connections you know we've talked about it uh over over the course and i talk about the the three-step process that i use and uh, mm-hmm. what i've been using professionally and you know here at, at home and i kind of thinking that would be a, a next video to go through and uh go through the steps and uh and i I got an old connection that, uh, you know, from an old antenna that was taken down. It's been in service probably 30 years or something. Mm. It was uh, the end of the hard line was uh, uh, was cut. Uh, it's the pigtail is still sealed up. So I think uh, we'll do a uh, a video uh, of it opening it up and see right. if see if it was properly sealed. It, basically, yeah, a connector unboxing and. Um, and it, it, if it was sealed up properly, you'll see the benefits. If it wasn't, you will see the disaster that it will become. So I'm kind of thinking of that. But I'm also interested in what people have, you know, would like to see. Um, it's one thing for, you know, for me to come up with something. It's another thing. What would you like to see on a build? And uh, I'll attempt it, try to put something together for you, and uh, we'll go from there and and we'll, I'll put my spin on it, and we'll, uh, and we'll go from there. You know, one of the the things after the it went to the members in the Discord group, there was you know the talk about uh, you know because everyone was kind of balking at uh, you know this kit, <laughs> the DX engineering kit, but um, and, and that's what I use. I just kind of you know I liked it. It was something I had at the time, and um, and it's just been successful for me. 
but uh, which I've never thought was the use of those, you know, go down to the dollar store and get one of those cutting boards and cut it up. So I'm thinking of kind of using this as a template and uh, right. maybe cutting up, you know, coming up with a, uh, you know, cutting up uh, basically a, uh, you know, dollar store cutting board and, uh, and making a centerpiece and some insulators and uh, maybe even throw in a video of that. So people can kind of get an idea. I already have it in my head. By you know, the just way, a jigsaw. I think I love that tea. And there's been some conversations going on in Discord mm -hmm. about that tea. The tea I love, right? But they've made that pack to build maybe multiple different variety of antennas, right? So the mm -hmm. tea really is what I needed from it. Even the end insulators, they're not my favorite. No shade to uh, DX Engineering. I think that tea is great. I actually think it could be modified a little bit. And I asked this week, is that who, who's out there making this sort of, what do they call the 3D printers? Mm -hmm. Like, I think for what this centerpiece support system, because I think it's a great support. They're selling, I think people were kind of like, wow, 23, 24 bucks. And really, all I really wanted was that tea. You know, I mm -hmm. think it, that could be modified. I ended up using like a guy ring on the second one because I didn't have a, a second T uh, to use. So I think the kit is good. I love the T of the kit, but the kit's a little too big. They might do better selling mm -hmm. just individual insulator and the end pieces for much less money. But if not, maybe well, we'll do that and modify well, yeah, the you whole could, damn And plus thing. you got all this stainless steel hardware that's in the right, kit that, right, you're, that right. you're getting with it that you're not using. This is, I've built di you know, regular dipoles with this same kit. And what, what's kind of nice about it with the, with the <clears> holes that are in here, I mean, move this over a little, you can see that the three holes there is that you just kind of lace your, your wire through it and it, it just supports it. It, uh, so it's pretty ingenious and learning to use the uh there's a kind of a a trick on how to use the uh these insulators and how to mm -hmm. wire it this this paperwork that's in here is full of just tons of information so i mean it's it, it's a pretty you know inclusive kit and for me i love stainless steel hardware and saving right it. you know i always save it so for sure if you do so if, so yeah, there, there's that. There's another one that Mark brought up in the uh, Discord group. There's a, a, a $70 version of this, but it has a pigtail that's already made. It's sealed up. It has a strain relief uh, setup. I mean, it's so you can get whatever you want, but I kind of like the idea of maybe with the cutting board, and this is, you know, what Paul um, uh, came up with, Uncle Paul, and uh, he made his centerpiece out of... Uh, the cutting board from a, a dollar store, it's like, well, why don't we just take one of these tees, use it as a template, and then we'll just cut out it on a uh, one of those cutting boards, and now you have a a pretty good uh, center section. Yeah, I feel the cutting like cutting boards are like, nylon, right? The the dollar store cutting they're board, they're nylon or Teflon or something like that. Yeah, like eight inch or quarter inch thick. Yeah. I feel like I should probably not be getting involved in that, like circular saws and or whatever saws. I mean, straight pieces of wood, lumber, maybe, but like anything. Eh, I'm gonna make know. a T here, everybody. No, but Run PVC for your life. pipe, Stand Stand same back. thing. I mean, you I've can been, do it with PVC pipe, and and Scotty did it with his brother. Um, so I mean, anything. Just think about it. Just look. Just know the limitations of that where your weak point is and then just beef it up and whatever right. you have laying around it doesn't matter you don't have to go this this is just my spin on it not right no i like it. it i still like that tea and the hardware oh, is good I love the tea. You, it's oh. all good uh and i was talking to uh james kilo golf five lima tango lima and i was just giving him some of my thoughts on you know that T, and then what maybe could be modified. We don't even need all the holes in that T design. Mm -hmm. He's got a three D printer. We'll see what's happening. He's kind of working up some some stuff there, so we'll see. Nice, cool. Anyway, thank you all for participating and checking out Steve's video. We're we're uh, willing to explore other how to types of things. This is a weekly show where we talk about it, bring our community together, and um, so the how to type of stuff. That's all right. We can explore that. Let's take a look at some radio history. This is going back into the uh, the olden days when me and Steve were just little shorty pants wearers and 
Scotty was a gleam in our daddy's eye. 1877. <laughs> yeah, he was a swimmer. He was coming around, and we were like, oh, another son? Come on, ma. Dang. Yep, we have three different daddies. But you look, we're all related. It's all good. It all worked out in the wash. <clears throat> but uh, some time ago, in 1877, Ernest Werner Von Siemens. What a transition to Mr. Siemens' work. He patents the first loudspeaker. Thank you, Mr. Siemens. Now, as many more times as I can say Siemens on this show... That would be great. I wish we had three other inventions by Ernest Werner von Siemens. Oh, we probably there's, there's have a, a fourth, others. a fourth brother out there. Uh, but we'll talk about him much later. 1901, Marconi receives the first transatlantic wireless signal, and in 1960, the laser is invented by Theodore H. Maiman. Maiman. At the Hughes Research Laboratories, the laser was then used in Philadelphia to try to blind opposing players and sports teams and then things and the law and all that. But 1960, Steve, is uh, when all that went down. Well, thank you uh, very much for this week in history. Oh, now we got to turn it over to their broadcast announcer, Mr. Heliax, to introduce... <laughs> Scotty, Kilo, Charlie 3, Bravo, X-Ray, November, baby. This is Heliax, baby, going to give you the, do the bump over to Scotty to tell you about the events, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Heliax. <laughs> what we got going on? <laughs> What's we got on December, December 17th at the Radio Amateurs of Canada Winter Contest, CW and phone that's happening uh, next uh, next weekend, the um, December twenty fourth through the thirty first. That's the QRS Christmas activity, uh, CW version, sponsored by the uh, CW QRS Italia Group. Um, we've got a couple special event stations as well, December seventeenth through the twenty fourth. It's Christmas in Bethlehem, New Mexico. KC five OUR will be a. Doing a special event station out of uh, Peralta, New Mexico, December 16th, as National Wreaths Across America Day. Uh, special event station, Whiskey One Alpha, out of Millbridge, uh, Maine, will be uh, doing that. And that's what uh, that's what I dug up with for what's happening this coming week and weekend. Oh, thank you, Scotty. And a reminder, if you we find also... value... Oh, what you said? What you got? Oh, we also have the uh, Santa Net the, uh, on 3916. Oh. That's yep. going on. So get your grandkids in there and they can talk to Santa Claus. For sure. That's such a great service those hams are doing there. 3616 every night, I think, begins at 7 o'clock. 3916. What is it? 3916? 39. 3916. What did I say? 59? 3616. Did I mention? <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned I've got a lot of problems. Just not 3816. Uh, we don't want to go into that. Yeah, 3860, whatever. <laughs> you, you'll hear it. Check it out. Steve's got gotcha. you. If you find value in the uh, 100 watts in a wire, you can support the content in the community you enjoy by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts. You can simply buy us a cup of coffee or consider the benefits of a monthly contribution. The dipole level, our dipole level, is just $1 per episode. So if you find enough value for $1 an episode, $4 a month, check into that some members enjoy early access to content like steve's uh video build again visit buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts today and thank you we have a couple of uh new supporters that we'll talk to i hate to even bring down the sexy music but i will go ahead and do that randy kilo five romeo hotel delta and november four echo juliet mike and they are supporting the content and the community they enjoy. We thank you for your contribution to 100 thank Watts you guys. and a while. Thank you, thank thank you, you so all much. Uh, very much. So we've uh, opened this up to questions across our social media platforms. We uh, pride ourselves in trying to get you the most accurate information 
Uh, Scotty says the interwebs is full of misinformation and things that uh, you just can't believe most of the time. Uh, and in terms of amateur radio, we want to uh, at least give you some experience. Steve's experienced. Uh, I've only got a decade in, but I've definitely been tapped into him for a long time and have my uh, struggles and experiences. Scotty's got a full background. We all have careers and we're trying to blend the intersection of life and amateur radio to help our community. If you have a question tonight, put a cue in front of it and uh, we'll load it up and we'll try to get to some of them uh, as we go along. So uh, I guess we can start looking at some of that, um, the different things that are going on in terms of what you guys were up to. I had no, nothing going on amateur radio related this week. My my um, work, shall I say, kept me away from doing anything ham radio related. It sounds like some folks were out there doing their 10 meter work. Steve, did you get on at all this week or did you have any time no, to operate? Not, I, had, I haven't had any time. I've had some long nights or long days. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Tuesday was start the week started off for me and it was a, a long day and then uh, Wednesday was a 16 hour day and uh, I got home about 10 o'clock that it started at six and I got home at 10 so it uh, that was a long long day and um, and then uh, Friday was another long day uh, that was about 11 or 12 hour day and then uh, the weekend uh, I was uh, helping getting some uh, voters uh, rebalanced down at our local 911 center. We were having some issues there, so uh, taking care of that. So it's been a – and then dealing with the snow. <laughs> and uh, Friday night, uh, uh, we started getting dumped on. So uh, Saturday morning, a couple hours on the tractor and uh, plowing and shoveling and plowing and, you know, the usual stuff. And it just didn't have a – a chance to really spend any time on the radio other than this afternoon and uh i just uh, came across the kennedy space center special event station and until oh, yeah, yeah. the uh till the collins net decided to start up uh, one kilohertz away no <laughs> it's like, well, like what? <laughs> just just blasted those poor fellas and yeah. uh That's it was terrible. just I, I was a little just shaking my head but it happens it's you know all part of ham radio 10 meters has been super sexy this weekend when i turned it on i was like wow it's really clear it sounds great a lot of international stations scotty did you get to work you got to spend time with your brother build an antenna hang it get him all jazzed up and leave him there in his own mess <laughs> <laughs> what was your ham radio week like sorry man well, <laughs> he was yeah, very was, excited uh... Yeah, so I was. Uh, he was excited to because uh, I told him that uh, we should build the Santana and uh, and participate in the uh, the ten meter contest. And so he was pretty, pretty, pretty stoked about that. And so uh, I found the stuff at, at work, uh, some coax, and and then we found the PVC and stuff at the at the house. And we Friday night we I didn't get on the air at all um, when the contest started. Um, we were building the antenna. I went back up to his place in the morning on Saturday and got it up. Got on the air and uh, I worked, uh, I don't know, I probably worked 10 or 15 stations while I was there. Then we had to go uh, do some grocery shopping for uh, for mom. So my mom lives with my brother uh, in the in-law suite in the basement. And we got back from the grocery store and uh, it was starting to get dark and the band was starting to fizzle out a little bit. Um, but then uh, he got back on today and uh, was texting me all day he's about he's just rocking. He's just, he's just so into it. He was out in the garage with my with my old radio and he's just hammering away at it. So, so let me ask you, what's your brother's, uh, skill set when it came to, you know, electronics or mechanical skill sets, how, you know, describe, you know, was he really intimidated by this or just really open to it? No, he was really open to it. He, um, he, um, he cuts a uh, uh, custom, um, lenses for, uh, for eyeglass doctor. Um, and so he's, he's had some experience repairing the cutting machines and, uh, he used to do custom contact lenses. And so, and then, uh, he's recently he just got an old tractor that he's been tinkering with. And, um, so he's not scared to get in there and get his hands dirty. He doesn't have much electronics experience, but he's, uh, mm -hmm. he's certainly open to giving it a try and not scared to, you know, get his fingers smelling like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Just remind him if it smells Agreed. like chicken, you grab the wrong end of the soldering iron. <laughs> we want to get to your questions uh, here. To uh, we got a lot of questions coming in from our live chat. Everybody's welcome to join us Sunday, six o'clock central. Listening to the podcast, stop on by. We're on um, YouTube and we live stream it out, capture and send it to audio. Uh, we have a lot of questions to get to on this recording, so we want to get to that. There cannot possibly be any more ham fest at all. Everybody has to be packed up for the year. I mean, come on, right? This is just a music bed. This is this is dance party time, right, Scotty? Oh, wrong. Oh. Um, <laughs> there's. I found one uh, ham fest uh, that's happening, uh, in uh, in the southern states, obviously, because that's where it's warm. Florida. This is the uh, the Minden Amateur Radio Association Christmas Ham Fest in in Minden, Louisiana, is happening Ooh. on December seventeenth. Nice. You dig them up. You dig them up. And uh, we want to let you know, we do have an events tab and an area, a channel rather, on our Discord. And if something's going on, you've got a ham fest, your club's doing something special, let us know so we can announce it. Scotty digs deep to find this stuff. And uh, you can help let us know and we'll be happy to promote it. I don't know why his fingers smell like chicken. That's a whole different thing. (laughs) But we'll inquire about that at HR and our weekly meeting on monday and to learn more about 100 watts and wire in our community visit 100 watts you can check out the podcast archive you can get your own 100 watt id over 5,000 people have 100 watt ids at this point and you can pick up your 100 watts and a wire sweatshirt your stickers your mug and other merchandise oh, in the shop but still a very fine sweatshirt you've got on there you will have uh, our links to social media are there as well. It's sort of a hub. That's 100wattsandawire.com. Okay, there we go. Let's get to some questions, y'all. I think we want to do that. And uh, immediately following the recording of the podcast this week, another live stream will take you into live coverage of the Sunday evening net. And uh, so stick around for that. Let's uh, answer some of the questions from the folks that are here this evening. And question from Big Ben, Kilo X-Ray 4, Tango, Quebec. He uh, did the proper procedure. Pastor Joe did not. I think he's pushing the buttons just to see how far the faith will go before, you know, we lay a verbal smackdown on Pastor Joe for not putting a cue in front of his question. We're supposed to dig around in all his rantings. Come on now. <laughs> Big Ben wants to know, what are you drinking tonight? Who would like to go first? I am drinking... <laughs> <laughs> a uh, space dust. So let me uh, get in here because what's uh, the label of uh, you know good old microbrews and it's just the hops that it yeah. is uh, puking. So it's a lesion. It's a, a local brewery in the Seattle area. So uh, picked up some uh, space dust IPA. Very nice. I am going to go with the H two O. This is uh, something that comes out of the earth. Filterize. It's good for you. Before that. Moscow Mule, Uh, two of them. Uh, So yeah, now it's a a water chaser and uh, two Moscow Mules before that. Scotty, what you got going over there? I'm uh, very exciting. I'm drinking my uh, Coca-Cola Zero. 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 No calories. Nice. (laughs) We are not sponsored by any of those products. Any of them. Especially water. Water won't even have us. Especially water. But there you go, Big Ben. Uh, Pastor Joe did have a question about the double bazooka. He said it would be great for Poda. Steve, can you use it Mm -hmm. as a sloper? Sure. Yeah, you can use a dipole as a sloper, so yeah, why not? Um, It's, uh, I haven't done it, but hey, let's try it. Maybe I'll try it. I'll build another 40, and I got a spot up on the top of the tower and an arm that's free, and let's put it into a sloper config and uh, try it out on 40 meters. How, uh, if I can ask in the spirit of Pastor Joe, how in the name of Jesus would you take a center-fed dipole and make it a sloper? You're just it, just hanging it from the top and then just 45-degree angle, so, and then oh. you just bring the... Oh, yeah. You, 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 well, wouldn't your coax, just, though, like the an, center field have to, your center point yeah, have kinda to have to support it, uh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, get a little okay. creative. Okay. But... All right, I'd like to see that, Pastor Joe. So if you wouldn't mind building one and hanging it as a sloper, that'd be cool. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, another question: yeah. uh, Would Flex Seal tape work as a replacement for the Butyl tape? Uh, that's easier to come by. Um. Yeah, probably. I mean, I haven't tried it. Uh, I'm not saying it's uh, um, would be that difficult, but you can get rolls of Butyl on Amazon for like eleven bucks for a thirty, mm-hmm. you know, about three quarters of an inch uh, wide, about I think thirty feet long. It's uh, well, we'll throw out a link in the uh, on the Discord, uh, and then you can get it right off Amazon. I found it. It's uh, the real deal, the butyl. So it's not that hard to get. Um, but you know what? Flex Seal would probably work. Okay. Survey says yes. Okay. Answer is good. Uh, pro tip: uh, the butyl gets on your fingers. Be careful around the. Uh, when you got the on the ticket, it's very sticky on it. Yes, I mean butyl's great to work with when it's cold. It's, uh, but when it gets warm, it gets uh, pretty sticky. It gets so, pretty sticky. Be any, careful any if you're worried about cold. it. Remember to glove up. So there's, there's residue on the butyl. So mm-hmm. uh, just yes, be careful, you, those of you who like to go ahead and, you know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Another question, Epic DX rag chews with groups and recurring old rigs, especially Tentex and my new fangled Flex 6400 using Ethernet protocols. I'm looking for the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I see a question. I may have picked something up here. Instead of serial USB port nonsense, ladder line fed dipoles and loops, with a manual tuner. Yes, indeedy doodle. I guess that was just a comment. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, I may have butchered that. Maybe I grabbed that. The answer is yes. <laughs> so there you go. That's the answer. Uh, if you have a question, put a cue in front of it in the chat. I don't know. Did I mention the uh, vodka is made with that Polish potato thing and uh, taps right into my roots? I'm not sure why I, I picked that up. Here's another question coming from one of our socials from Craig. Can you recommend a trapped fan dipole? Hmm. 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 I don't know if anyone that makes them commercially. I mean, it could be, but um, I know you can probably you can get traps out there um, and uh, and make them. It's so um, you can buy the traps i i know they're available um but i don't i i personally don't know who makes them commercially there probably is an antenna a manufacturer out there and i just don't happen to know about it right at, right off the bat i'll have to look into that and see if anyone has one good deal i think i think maybe mfj might come let me let me double check. They may have an eighty meter trapped. I don't know about a fan dipole. A, a I don't think on the fan dipole, but definitely I trapped. I think they have an eighty forty trapped For sure. antenna. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. So what the so what the trap will do is oh there goes the camera. <laughs> what the trap will do <laughs> is uh, create a uh, will stop the uh, forty meter signal at where the trap is. So basically, it'll look like a. Uh, as far as the 40 meter ra- uh, the radio on 40 meters will look like a standard uh, um, 40 meter dipole, but in physically it's longer. It's will look like you know it's actually physically an 80 meter dipole, but this trap in the middle just kind of stops the 40 meter signal at the uh, 33 foot mark essentially. So, but uh, I there are probably a few out there that make a 80 40 trap, and there might be some others, but I don't know about fan dipoles. You would have to build, roll your own. And mm-hmm. uh, there you go. Another homebrew project. That might be a good one. Yeah. You know, there is a company called NI4L. It's a, um, mm-hmm. a company. They're not a sponsor, but I have, I've received antennas from NI4L and they're really strong, uh, great builds. And one year I got a fan dipole and this is going way back to 2015 and it was for 40 Actually, it was set out in a bow tie configuration, and 40 was flat-topped, and 20 came down as the inverted. Unless I'm getting this wrong, but I had two bands with one center-fed piece, mm-hmm. and uh, it was made by NI4L, and it was really nicely made. I was too dumb in the process and got it caught up in this oak 
tree too close to the trunk. It got caught up. I pulled on it too much and it was just a mess anyway. But, um, they make stuff like that. They may even make that. I don't know about the trap. MFJ makes a trap. Check ni4l.com. It's in North Carolina. And see, his name is Chris. And uh, tell him, tell him Christian sent you just to ask the question and see what you think about that, Craig. They make really strong uh, antennas. Thank you for a couple questions that came through. Put a cue in front of them, though. It's easier for Scotty to grab. I see a couple of them coming into the chat. Oh, and we'll move on to another one that came through. What length works best for an N-fed half wave to get 10 through 80 with a 9 to 1? Good answer. Yeah, no, there's multiple lengths, and that's the uh, the key. And uh, go to uh, <coughs> Alamar Engineering. Uh, I think it's palomarengineering.com or just look up Palomar Engineering. They make uh, antennas. And then through through their uh, website, uh, look up under antennas. They talk about um, of the you know the right lengths for various, you know, you want to work these bands. Well, these are the lengths that you will need. Also, you can search on the internet to, to find the length. 67, 135 feet, those numbers kind of pop into my head. I'm thinking 135 might, uh, let's see, an NFED halfway. The 135 definitely will work for uh, for uh, 80 meters, and it should work all the way up to 10. So at least 135 feet will get you uh, on that just off the top of my head. But there's there's other lengths out there that will uh, that will work. Okay. Thank you for that question. I appreciate that. Another question from the chat. Do any of you have experience running an N-fed half-wave horizontally? Scotty, is that you? No, I have mine uh, as an inverted V configuration. Okay, inverted V. How about you, Steve? Have you, have you done that with an N-fed half-wave? No, I have. Those, that's one antenna I haven't built yet, and it's uh, something I'm... It, it's in the works to... Uh, to get the, you know, nine to one, 49 to one balance and try, you know, working on a, a few of them. So, but they've become quite popular antennas and uh, a lot of people are using them with a lot of success. Another question, if I had why? The room to try it, I would, but I don't still have the room to try it horizontal or I would. So I have to, I have to have it in inverted V. Right on. We, that's probably a video series. We could try to do some sort of thing where you just see how it works, see how it plays, pass it around, see how it does for different type of people. Uh, why would you trap a fan dipole? Isn't that the beauty of a fan dipole? Multiple wires? True. I mean, other than uh, you want to, probably the easiest, uh, if you had a trap dipole and then added a, say, a 20-meter wire onto it, uh, you can... In, in, essence i get four bands out of it and you're like what you can get 80 40 20 and 15 because 15 is a basically a three-quarter waves uh on uh, 40 meters uh so with a 20 meter wire so you'd have like a two wire fan dipole and you can probably get four bands out of it so okay that's, that's one option put a cue in front of your question that way we can pull it out a lot easier than going through uh uh, the scroll. Uh, John asked, uh, I was told that the best height for 20 meter dipole was a half wavelength, but today I was told it should be 70 feet. Uh, hmm. That's getting close to, I mean, <laughs> halfway it, for horizontal antennas, height above ground will affect your takeoff angle. And, um, Half wavelength will give you a uh, about a 24, 23 degree uh, takeoff angle. Uh, once you get up to uh, full wavelength, which is going to be close to 70 feet, uh, that's going to give you uh, full. That will that will bring down your um, your takeoff angle, but it will also add some other uh, lobes that uh, will have some effect. But uh, yeah, if for DX. Yes, having it higher, it brings your, your angle, you know, your takeoff angle much lower, and then you'll, you know, it increases your, uh, your, your DX um, capabilities. But, um, you know, just get it up as high as you can with what you got at your, at your situation. Get it up as high get as you up got. As you can. 
high, you know, fly it, fly it proud. Fly it proud. Another question that came across, uh, best way to hold a frequency when you're running low power, Ron would like Ooh. to know. Ooh. Um, making contacts. If uh, just, if you got people, uh, uh, if you're running like a parks on the air, one of the ways that keeps, you know, a person holding a frequency is, is all these people are, you know, calling you. And so if you can get a, if you can kind of create a, a stir or you can create a, some excitement there a little bit uh, that you've got people calling you that's going to hold the frequency because some people might not hear you and then just start operating but they'll be hearing the other people calling and talking to you and stuff like that and then it's like oh all the frequencies in use and they'll spin the dial and go somewhere else thank you thank you very much got that one if you have a question put a cue in front of it as we are here live with you this evening we'll try to answer any questions you may have David asked, how far does 20-meter ground wave go? Was hearing a guy about five miles away on 20 this afternoon. It cannot be NVIS, could it? I have an NFED half-wave wire and slope. Hope to hear Steve later. Um, it will vary. I mean, it, uh, it could be, you know, five miles, maybe 10 miles, but it's not going to be very long. I mean, it's... Uh, it's going to be, you got to be fairly close, but I've worked a few guys, uh, locally here in the Kittitas Valley on ground wave on 20 meters, but, uh, nothing beyond that. So 15, 20 miles at best. And they okay. were pretty weak. All right. We have a, uh, room for another, uh, another question, maybe another one from the chat. If you'd like to ask anything regarding life and amateur radio, put a cue in front of it. We'll pull it. And uh, I'd love to do a whole show just on questions, taking questions like the old car talk. Be yeah. Amateur radio talk. We're just being little. Ha ha ha. It's your muffler. <laughs> you know, we can do that. So send in your questions either live or on our socials. We'd love to be able to help you. Let us know what you're struggling with, what you'd like to learn about. And uh, all the contact information is in the description. Here's another question from Jason. Does weather like snow, rain, and wind affect SWR? It can. Yeah, it depends on the uh, on the antenna build, and uh, it could have an effect. Um, not always, but uh, I've, I've seen and heard that people have had, you know, SWR issues when the antenna gets wet, and uh, I've just always uh, equated it to the, uh, to the build of the antenna. I mean, if uh, most antennas won't change much. I mean, you get snow buildup on it, it's going to probably have some effect. Uh, but for the most part, it shouldn't, but it does. Okie dokie. Thank you very much for the question. Um, you're welcome to join us over in the Zoom room. We do have a 100 watts and wire Zoom room where you can actually call in live. Uh, we usually move so quickly, I don't do it too much during the show, but we may be able to do some of that. Uh, we'll see. And definitely in the uh, post uh, coverage of the Sunday evening net. Let's see here. Another question. Best place or app to learn Maurice code? Bit of a spelling oh, error Maurice. there. That could have been me. Maurice is a whole different guy. He works down <laughs> in the city for the city. Uh, Morse code. Best place to um, learn it. I, I've... I don't know personally um, what the best app is, and uh, because I I haven't tried it, but I've heard of you know these uh, was it Morse University or something, or there's some I think there's a it's the Long, club Island. In Long Island it's Long, Long Island, Island CW Club I think it's called yeah that they do an online and I think those are the best there's there's others out there there's um, I uh, have a friend of mine Bill K five LN. He uh, did some online teaching of Morse, and I think that's the best way. That now you're into a kind of a one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, there's probably probably lots of apps out there that can kind of help you and stuff like that. But I found for me, when I learned the code, I I did it with an instructor and in a kind of a classroom environment, and it uh, it, it kind of worked out. And then the the instructor was able to kind of change and kind of 
just go along with the group. And so if the group was really progressing in one area, could speed it up. If we were struggling in another area, they were able to kind of slow things down. And I, and I think that's the best learning environment is, uh, so check out like the Long Island CW club. There's other, um, online, uh, uh, resources out there to learn Morse code and, and get your code up. All right. A couple minutes left here. Let's see. We can go over to the Zoomy Roomy. Our friend in Colorado is usually uh, good for a laugh. Let's see if he can hear us. David, how are you, sir? <laughs> Silence. Crickets. Silence. <laughs> he might have fell asleep. I, I might have gone to the Zoomy a little too late. David, are you there? David. David. That's one too many gummies. Now rub your belly. <laughs> rub your belly. He is in, Colo he is in Colorado. So. He is in Colorado. There he is. What's up? Let's hear you, buddy. You got a comment or a question real quick? We're getting ready to head on home for our podcast listeners. How are you? Well, I screwed up. Can you hear me? There. Yeah, we got no, you. No. You would never screw All up. All right. Just check. <laughs> well, I screwed up, Alex Trebek. I, I did not form my statement in, in, in a question. Yeah. Damn it all. So we got about two and a half minutes to give you the business. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, were you able to I'm, catch... I'm ex-Catholic. I'm ex-Catholic. I can do that crap. Yeah, you're used to it. You probably have the divots on your wrist from the uh, the rulers. Uh, from the nuns. Yeah. That, it, no, I, I, I escaped that, but barely. I did too. Um, I had to keep my grades up or I was, and I was threatened with going to Catholic high school. Right on. Hey, did you get to see Steve's uh, sidecar double bazooka antenna video? And what'd you think? Yes, I did. That was really cool. And yes, in your high wind areas, a the double bazooka makes a hell of a lot more sense than a cage dipole. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so and you know, I mean, yeah, I, I know, I get, I get a little wacky on here, and I get stupid on zoom but um i i grew join up with other zoom groups and it's well it's just a little different actually uh christian or one of you or all three of you um maybe i should send you a link to um one of the zoom groups that i hang out with and it just it, there's a youtube video you wouldn't be in the group but you can see the way they manage multiple people and honestly i think it'd be really cool if there were more folks in here and we you know you just mute yourself and raise your hand and you can do it with uh the reactions button if you've got something to say right so uh you know well how about um, this since you're always around david you're always around and you're a, a friend of the show and you've been around with us we'll just put you in charge this is how i do things around here look <laughs> how do you think i found scotty scotty was walking around the streets of ellicott city talking about uh mumbling to myself talking about reel to reels and i'm like you're perfect let's go so yeah hey, I, and we're just trying okay, to keep him out of the browns <laughs> no well you know there are places like that in colorado and certainly in minneapolis where i grew up now scotty i've got i got a quick question for you since you're all in yes, the magnetic recording back in the day. Do you remember a company called Nortronics in Golden Valley, Minnesota? Uh, Nortronics? No, I'm not familiar. Okay, well, they, when I got out of college and I moved back to Minnesota, it took me a few years to get a real job in, in electronics. Uh, they were a maker of, and, and, and this, well, they were a manufacturer and distributor of all kinds of magnetic recording heads, but it was a yeah, very cool. interesting job. I was there until they laid a bunch of us off because the Japanese company Alps bought them out. And um, I worked in quality control in a company that unfortunately that had issues with quality and very little control. But I learned a lot about magnetics and all sorts of tape deck heads and I used to work on the big 3M heads for those great big decks they were about this tall for like 16 track decks and they we, would we go have all a, the way down to about 
hurts on the lap. Uh, I mean, we have a, uh, a at work. We have a 1974 3M M79 16-track two-inch, and is by far my favorite machine that we have there. Transformer inputs and outputs. I know the that thing is, the thing sounds like God itself. Hey, look! Oh, this yeah. this is well, this and- is so great. I wish we had the uh, Steve. I wish we had the Oscar music to play these guys off. Like, wrap it up, everybody. Uh- Let's wrap it up now. There's oh, your no. cue. You hang on, David. We'll catch you in the, uh, the poster. <laughs> Jesus H, what the heck was going on there, Steve? <laughs> Just playing. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get somebody in charge of the Zoom uh, the Zoom room. That would be room. cool. I have to Pastor talk about Joe? it more. Then we can get m- more people involved over there take live calls and all that sort of thing i just want to say thank you to all the folks uh, who are listening to us thank you for your support ongoing each week we get a little bit more love we appreciate you the buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts is working well uh, the members all that sort of thing is going great if you find value in it think about us and uh look we're almost there it's almost holiday time i may be doing some more of these crop up streams i got three more days y'all Get to Wednesday and uh, just keep my nose clean so I don't have to think about anything else or any stress for to the beginning of the year. Then we'll be good. Live coverage is headed your way for our friends on YouTube, for our podcast audience. This is where we say goodbye. A wet, sloppy kiss from me first, then on to Steve, and then I guess Scotty. I just don't look back. I don't know what happens at that point. <laughs> Steve, W7UDI, thank you in 73, my friend. 73, Christian. Scotty, we uh, we thank you for all your work on the show. KC3BXN, say hello to your family. Hope your mom is doing okay and they push through this Rona crap and make a lot of contacts on the 10 meters. Thank you for your work, sir. Pleasure as always, sir. Thank you, 73. 73 to everybody. Uh, new stream starting up. Check on the uh, the YouTube for the link there. We'll see you all yeah, very I just, soon. Put yeah. it in the, I just put it in the chat for the, for the net. Awesome. Thank you. 73, everybody. Take care of yourselves and each other. And by all means, please try to stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.